You're listening to the Enneagram and Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Harden, and I'm so glad you showed up for our relationship chat today, as well as for you and your people. We're all about living intentionally here so you can experience joy and balance in your relationships once again or for the very first time. Be sure you hang with us on our social media platforms. And if you like research like I do, make sure you check out our website at enneagramandmarriage.com for our weekly newsletter, freebies, and so much more, as well as at Instagram and Facebook. We have so many goodies to share with you. Let's dive right in together. I'm so happy to have you as we delve into the 4.5 space in marriage with Andy, Levine, and Charlene Joint. This is our 4-5 couple. They are a 4-wing 5, Charlene Joint, and Andy Levine is a 5-wing 4. Together, they make up the husband and wife duo, Dear Shandy. They are also a prolific couple with many varied interests, including Charlene is a world-famous opera singer and has been on The Bachelor. And you're going to hear all about just the ways they work together with these wonderful deep types in New York City where they're doing a lot of big things and really knocking it out of the park also with their podcast. And I am so excited that they're sharing here with us how every couple listening can find togetherness, can find respect, can find admiration, can make sure if you're not even married yet, just how to find a partner that you really do care about and really find a connection with, um, as well as what to do when you're in that 4.5 space of uh, the Enneagram, which if you don't know, is sort of that dark night of the soul space. What do you do when you need withdrawing? And how can you respect one another when your partner needs some, as well as how can you creatively emerge together? So what a cool show we can talk about creating. We can talk about being partners in our our work so that we can produce together. And also like we're really already saying here, and you'll hear a lot more of once I bring the guests on, but how can you be respectful as you're trying to goal get, as you're trying to do big things in the world? And how can you maintain an attitude of admiration as you do that too? So I'm really thankful we get to have this fun together. It is an extended episode. You know, we can't visit the 4.5 space on the Enneagram without some extended questions. And so we're just inviting you into all of it. It's a very casual laid back episode where we just kick off our shoes. They get comfy on their couch and you go ahead and do that too. Just allow yourself to have fun with us here, but you'll find we go to the depths too. And that's sort of their nature. There's lots of laughs and lots of depths too. So I'm grateful. I'm excited. Check out everything of theirs in the show notes, as well as our Enneagram and Marriage course there too. Excited to bring you on all these journeys. Okay, let's talk to them. Andy and Charlene, I am so happy to have you on the Enneagram and Marriage podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having us, Krista. What a lovely welcome. Of course, we love dear Shandy. And I was just chatting with you guys. They have an amazing YouTube, you guys. So you have to check out their Q&A. You guys are awesome. Tell us about yourselves. We'll get into some Enneagram, but maybe just introduce for those who don't know about you guys, dear Shandy, and bachelorette days and all of the above. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dear Shandy is basically a relationship podcast. We've been together for just shy of a decade. And I mean... Not to toot our own horn. I mean, we'll, we'll definitely delve deeper into sure. our relationship dynamics today. But we we think we have a pretty good relationship. And we also, this is important to note, dated a lot before we met. So we both 
you know, like Andy was engaged before he met me. He's good friends with some of his exes. I'm good friends with some of my exes. And so we've really, you know, dating in New York is really the big leagues of dating. And Mm -hmm. yeah, we just have a lot of experience. And so we decided during the pandemic, it was my pandemic project. I was, I, Andy had been giving advice to so many of my girlfriends to the point where he was sought out for it. (laughs) And I had had this idea rattling around my mind of starting a podcast where we could give relationship advice. Like people could write Mm -hmm. in their questions and they could be totally anonymous. And we answer from our living room sofa, just right behind me there. Yes, I love it. And yeah, and we, we will tell them honestly what we think and what they should do. And yeah, it sort of took off and it's just been a fun bonding experience you know it's as a couple living together we also now work together (laughs) it's amazing (laughs) yes but it's so good and Andy I love that you are like hey let's let's move with this logically as a type five and we're going to get into Shandy's type or Charlene's (laughs) type two but like oh Shandy is such a cute um glow up name I love that for you guys with your ship name um but like Andy, I love that you're like, let's maneuver this into our um, our work life. Or was that you, Charlene, who said, let's make this happen since we're already giving out so much advice? Oh, you know, I don't really know what we were thinking when <laughs> we started, if I'm totally honest. I don't know if yeah. we expected it to become sort of like the side hustle business that it's become. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we wanted it to succeed. And yeah. above all, being... Uh, you know, type four, first and foremost, I really crave understanding and connection. Mm -hmm. And so it was really important to me that I find like our community. And that's been really cool. And I would say more so the convincing, because I have been on The Bachelor like a million years ago, before I met Andy, obviously. (laughs) And, and I've long recapped the show, like in writing and when we decided to start doing it on the podcast, the podcast was about a year old. And I was like, Hey, Andy, you want to start watching the bachelor with me and talking about it? He was a good sport about it. He really goes with the flow. Yeah. Oh, cool. (laughs) You're so sweet. What you have such a sweet energy. Thank you. Well, I love your pairing and I'm just kind of noting that like it would be a wonderful pairing for going to the heartfelt place with the logic as well. And from what I can see on your podcast, you guys do that. And you also have, I I saw Andy doesn't share about his job as much, but you also, (laughs) Charlene, you like to sing opera, right? You're awesome at it. I've gotten to hear you. Oh, thank you. Well, that's actually my day job. Oh, it's funny how it's funny how she presented that that you like to say yeah. I think that's the one thing she doesn't do well in opera. Oh, well, yeah, no, I uh, I have a complicated relationship it. with my singing career. I it's a love wow. hate. I think I think anyone in the performing yeah. arts has sort of a you know, you have mm. to be very self-critical to yes. be good at what you do if you're in the performing arts. So I have mm. a lot of uh, complicated emotions around that. But when she loves it, she does love it. Yes. Yes. <gasps> okay. <laughs> That's a great way of saying it, Andy. And I love that you're so... Thank you for this raw for authenticity. Uh, because honestly, that's what people need to hear is just because you get to the top doesn't mean that you aren't still dealing with the angst of the no. artistry. Uh, it's probably even more so from what everything I've learned with publishing. It's just the angst rides up with you, right? 100%. You, you have this idea that when you reach a certain point, you, yeah. won't, you won't be kept up at night anymore by... <laughs> by the standards that not only others put on you, but that you put on yourself, but it's just not true. (laughs) 
Yes. And it's so fascinating that you use that language because I didn't even think of this, but the four or five pairing is right in the middle of the 4.5 space on the Enneagram, which is sort of the the dark hole, the the dark night (laughs) of the soul. So you guys come together with the most honest depths. And I've heard it said that that 4.5 space is the most uh, prolific space because we bring the heart and the head together in such depth. So when you're talking about that right off the bat with our listeners, I think they can hear what your pairing's really about. Uh, But tell us more about uh, what attracted you guys to each other, because everyone here knows Enneagram, loves it, digs deep with me. Mm. I mean, when people, it's funny, when people ask me, like, why you know, Charlene, like what's, what's, what's great about Charlene? What do I love about Charlene? I feel like it's, it's like asking me, like, what do I love about being treated to like a high end day at a spa? It's like, (laughs) you can't figure that out for yourself. No, but really, (laughs) my goodness. (laughs) No, but it's, it's, it truly is so many good things that it's hard to pinpoint. But when I first saw her, when I first laid eyes on her, she didn't look like the person that she was. I did not expect the things to come out of her mouth that would come out of that face. And um, I don't know how to interpret that, but okay. Right? (laughs) But she is um, bundled, extreme, obviously beautiful. I mean, that's that's that out of the way. Absolutely. For those just listening, take our word for it. Stunning. Right. But... The, the when she opened her mouth, I immediately saw that the the facade of her beauty had no actual facade of her personality. So what came out was just so thoughtful and honest and modest, mm. and the the words were chosen. And I, I know this is yeah. putting a lot of weight on just what you said, but it really yeah. deserves it because mm. it took me off. Like I was so wow. caught off guard by what came out of her mouth. And I, I don't really think that much interesting came out of my mind. But, this, but right. this is what I mean, right? Yeah, so right, the humility. It, it's the modesty, it's the humility, yeah. it's the, the yeah. fact that I could tell that she was introspective and honest, and there was nothing there. It was just it was just like clear choice of words, note games, and high intelligence. Mm, and yes. and nothing she did for the next weeks and months ever got on my nerves in any way whatsoever. I was never annoyed for one second. And that truly, I know that sounds ridiculous, but that truly is the most Mm. amazing characteristic I've ever experienced (laughs) with anybody, let alone a woman I'm living in the same apartment with. Yeah, and we live in a one bedroom apartment in New York City, you know, like there's not a lot of spare space. So I think the, you know, one could annoy each other in a space like this but it's funny that ties into the advice andy gives today it's like if something annoys you early on trust me that doesn't just go away it's (laughs) it is nice to find someone who just doesn't annoy you and the other thing about when i met charlene was not to to continue to wax it's very easy but when she told me early in the conversation that she was an opera singer I had already, and this is very early, because she had asked me to guess what she did. And of course, I guessed everything completely wrong. <laughs> who would who would guess opera singer? Right. That's not the go-to. But yeah. she told me that after, I don't know, what we were speaking for maybe like three to five minutes. Yeah, very early. That. 
And as soon as she told me that, and, and this is not to put down other people struggling in the arts, but I will say that if someone else had told me in conversation that they were an opera singer, I would assume that they were really not an opera singer, but yeah. they fancied themselves <laughs> an opera singer. Yeah. And, yes. and I'll just say, just because it's so competitive, it's, hyper, yes. it's more competitive oh than professional God. sports. So, but when she wow. said that, I knew right away she was an amazing opera singer based purely mm. on how, just how... Mm. Oh, oh, you're gonna, oh, no, you're I just, this whole thing's made, I'm, I'm uncomfortable. I'm really bad taking compliments. But, yeah, see, but see, this is what I mean. She could easily be the opposite of all the things that yes. she is. And I think a lot of people, which makes me very upset, one of the things I'm most protective of is people judging Charlene mm. for something that she's not, because she is, you know, in the bachelor world and she's obviously, yes. you know, an oxymoron in that world, but she's yes. also very beautiful, very yes. stylish. You know, mm -hmm. she is on Instagram here and there. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so I can tell, and I can tell that some people judge her um, based on that package without really going mm. in deeper and that bothers me deeply because it's exactly the opposite of all yes. those things ordinarily in people oh, thank you oh, husband oh that's my so gosh sweet. that was so beautiful i love that <laughs> so you're just like sweet. she's so sweet <laughs> no, <laughs> a sweet audience member my goodness Krista, <laughs> <so> <laughs> hey this is my field like this is what yeah. i live for for my passion and so just to see it uh, you know, allowed, you know, because most of the time, of course, I have to dig for the problems um, mm -hmm. and we'll get there. But <laughs> mm -hmm. but I just want to celebrate like this is relationship at its best. And you guys said, uh, you know, we don't want to pretend that if you don't have this at the beginning, that it's going to be easy or even doable. Like you have to have some captivation together for those listening who aren't married or watching or, you know, still in the dating and seeking. Like you just named what everybody needs to find is the way Andy felt about Charlene. Like this is, you know, intoxicating. And the way a lot of people experience type fours is ethereal and uh people get they're very winsome and people get a little obsessed with them um and so i think that what andy said is almost like obsessed or abusive and so andy has noted that he has to be protective of you um because oh people goodness. can very much uh really gang up on fours for the delicacies they present they don't always know the tenacity underneath which is good that i'm sure with all you've been through with the bachelor opera like you are very strong too charlene uh yeah i think i've i've learned over the years it's taken me a little longer than i would have liked to discover how strong i am like i wish that i knew at 19 how strong i am you know and i yes. think that being a self a super self critical type 4 who yeah. wants to be understood more than anything else it it's you have a compli complicated relationship with yourself and your callings and your relationships. Um, I am the type to very easily withdraw if I feel I've been misunderstood mm -hmm. and then feel like there's something partly wrong with me of how I presented myself. Maybe I should yes. present myself this way instead. Like how yeah. can I speak the language that everyone else seems to speak so that I can feel like not a misfit, you know, I think a lot of fours feel like misfits. Yes. And so 
it was really nice meeting Andy and just from the get-go feeling so understood like mm-hmm. from the minute we met and we really met cute like we met out <laughs> at, at an it was an event it was a fundraiser but I'm going to be honest it was more like a bar setting yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Being it, it was for a good cause everyone was partying <laughs> for a good cause it's <laughs> great yeah I happened oh. to sit next to him and you know you go into a situation like that just we both went into it solo first of all like it was a rainy night and every all the people we intended to go with bailed on both of us and for some reason we both felt called to go and I must stress we're both very pragmatic people we're not like oh I have this (laughs) you know this idea I must go through that it wasn't like it wasn't this mystical thing yeah no it didn't feel like it and you get into that setting and the music's loud and everyone's drinking and I immediately was like what am I doing here like yes. why am I lo- why am I looking here like yes. this isn't my place yeah. and then Andy struck up a conversation with me and it then for every minute since then for the last near 10 years has been to to communicate with him is like breathing oh. you know it's just second nature yes. I don't need to explain what I mean he understands what that's not to say we don't have disagreements, obviously. But even when we do, it's like novelty. Yes. (laughs) Like when we really have a fundamental disagreement, it's like you feel that way. I respect your opinion and your way of thinking so much that it's like, let's at least this is me. I really like to I really like to dissect things as you (laughs) can imagine. Yeah. I'm like, where where do we break off? Where's the fork in the road? Where did you Mm. decide that you felt this way and I felt that way? Like it's so interesting to me. So I'm never bored and I'm also understood. Mm. Which I I don't know, is a four wing five and five wing four pairing common? It's fairly common. And when we made the pairing guide for the four five, what you're saying about that uh almost symbiosis is we usually have like images for the other 44 pairings of two things with that pairing, the artist who's very, uh, I love her art as well. Uh, I wouldn't have worked with her. She decided with me that it was just going to be one image of an owl, um, with some, and I'll show it to you guys afterwards, but, um, it was really a reminder when you said that I thought of, you know, the wisdom that comes from your pairing and the way that you guys land, uh, together, even if it's a difference in opinion or there's, uh, you know, like you said, a bit of a fork somewhere, there's going to be a wisdom that comes from each of you and a respect. And I like that you named that that's already from that first night. I think we can all picture with you the haze of that uh, place and what it felt like. And then to know, oh my gosh, I'm captivated. And he's already sharing the same thing. So it's like you're of one mind, um, but yet you each have a different strength. So I think you're stronger together. Um oh. That's definitely. I do um, think we do. Sometimes we fall into the same traps though. We definitely, I think have, we make each other stronger in some ways and in other ways we well, yeah. kind of go in circles. Well, our, <laughs> yeah. well I, I feel like with Charlene, sometimes the world feels so big and infinite. Mm. And I really feel like I found my place in the universe. And mm. other times it kind of almost works against us. Like we become yeah. so insular and so just like, yeah. like on top of each other. And we're so comfortable yeah. in that place that we forget yeah. about the actual people that live yes, in the world around they, us. 
So it kind yeah, of relationships that we value outside yes. of each other. It can be a little yes. addictive to just yes. be so understood. Yeah. You know, it's, it's exactly. like I would compare it to. Mm-hmm. And by the way, if they want to, if they anyone of your mm-hmm. listeners wants to see how we met or hear how we yeah. met, that is our first episode, yeah. an yeah. extremely long winded version of <laughs> we how we met. Know. Yay, we love uh, that. that. That's that's what launched our podcast. But I do yeah. feel like from the the moment we met, we've been playing like an endless volley of tennis, where it's like mm-hmm. there's no ball that we miss yeah. it's just constantly yeah. serving and we have to, yeah. to stop you never want to stop a volley when it's going it's so fun you're like oh this is great yeah like, you don't want to be the one who lets yeah. the drop yeah you're like oh i gotta take a phone call like what we hit it back before it's fifteen thousand times yeah. are you crazy no. yeah you just have to see how long it can yeah. go but there is the sense of like getting back to reality sometimes mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. And you're both withdrawing types. So I was going to ask about that. But what I think we're discovering as we hear you is often your withdrawing is together. Um, and that is a gift to you. Now, what's fascinating is when we find somebody in the same sort of triad in this way, um, because like, say we find two body types, two heart types, et cetera, whereas you guys happen to be a heart type and a head type. However, because you're both withdrawing types, fours, fives, and nines are withdrawing types. Um, sometimes we have a shadow because of that, if we're in that together. So mm-hmm. as you can imagine, my husband and I, I'm uh, not, I'm the more uh, aggressive, assertive type, and he's go- going to be the more compliant type. And so our shadow would be our, our withdrawing space. Mm-hmm. Um, and triads are always, there's always three groups in the Enneagram. So it's so helpful in relationships to know our shadow is withdrawing. And when we started to learn to do that after about 15 to 20 years in marriage, it was awkward for my husband to see me withdrawing because he's like, where are you? This is terrifying. Um, But for you guys, your shadow is, like you said, being present or assertive, aggressive. Um, And I've noticed both my daughters are in the withdrawing triad. I won't go on because my audience knows this all too well. (laughs) 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 They're like, oh my gosh, and they've been on the podcast. And so- Anyway, uh, they have found that like same thing as you've talked about. And they're always like, man, like we can get so lost in each other that we'll sometimes like lose our people because they're like, dude, like you guys are just off together. Like we're going on without you. Um, And there's a bit of a loneliness that can happen. But like you said, you can't stop it. (laughs) That's who you are. Uh, yeah, we try to make a concerted effort, but it is, I would say it has been a challenge. And Andy, I think most five fives are more introverted, right? Is that right? Yeah. Well, I, yeah, Andy, I feel like is somewhere in the middle, like he's definitely more extroverted than me by a long shot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's just really great. He has his circles of friends and he has his regular hangouts. And so I'm always like, go, go, go. Like I want you to do it. And so that was an interesting challenge in our relationship was feeling like we're the same person, but having this realization that we're different. Like, I think early on you were, you know, I think a couple of years in, you had some frustrations with me for like, I, I really need mental preparation. If I'm going to be social, I am super introverted. I can firm it up like with, with or without him, honestly, he goes out with his friends. I'm like, I have to plan Mm -hmm. double dates, like, like three months. Yeah. Yeah. Like I need to know you're not springing something on me. It's not like, Oh, guess what? We were invited to this thing tonight. I yes, no way. And it's not that I have anything against the people. It's that yeah. I just need, I just mm-hmm. need to know, like, I just need exactly. to know. I, I don't yes. know how else to describe it. And yeah. so I think that was an interesting challenge in our relationship. There was, uh, I can think of the exact party. I think it was like <laughs> a 
a Friendsgiving or something, something that uh, I had said I would go to. And then the day of, I was feeling super introverted and I bailed and it was his friends and he, you know, wanted to introduce me. And so that was like, I, it was a momentous, I don't want to call it a fight, but it was like, you know, one of these points where you're like, oh, we are different humans. We're not completely the same. (laughs) And I think he's now got a better understanding of just how introverted I am. And Mm. now I understand that if I commit to something, I should follow through because, you know, that's not cool to do to him. Right. That's good that you've seen that. Yeah. And, um, you're thinking about it in terms of we, I was talking in terms of stances, but I'm going to let you guys know instincts. We have the social, the sexual and the self-preserving and you sound a little bit, Charlene, more like the self-preserving, like not that you don't have the other two components. We all have all three ways of Mm -hmm. surviving, but the social five enjoys their groups and very much enjoys uh, the differing groups. And, and it's a really good space for fives because they learn I can expend energy. I can get the synergy from relationships that I choose. Um, but I would imagine that Andy doesn't like to be just thrown into anything um, because he's withdrawing too. But I'm going to ask you, Andy, how do you think withdrawing shows up for you? Maybe if it's not exactly social, but when you just need time to yourself or is it, because of work or when you're researching? Oh, withdrawing with Charlene? Well, even just with her or without her, when you just withdraw, what's that look like for you? What do you feel like you need to recharge? Oh, I just get really quiet. Oftentimes nature Mm -hmm. is what recharges Mm -hmm. me, like a really, at the lowest level, a brisk walk in the park, which we're lucky enough Mm -hmm. to live right next to. Um, But I I do get quiet. Mm -hmm. And I think that Charlene sometimes receives that as me not being a good mood mm-hmm. which you you could interpret it as that sort of but it's not really that it's kind of like I'm in sleep mode yeah <laughs> yes yeah there's, I think I love two that. ways that, like sometimes when we're at home because I am also you know I'm fine with being alone yeah I sometimes we'll come home after spending the day out together or just doing whatever and we'll just go like we are yeah. not we're drawing talking. apart yeah yeah we're just like both doing our thing in the same space in complete silence sometimes we'll play music but there's just not a lot of conversation and I think we both really value that we're able to do that without it being kind of a thing but it's true sometimes I actually think honestly Andy like if you said to me like I need to go to sleep like I've never heard you word it like that before but I honestly (laughs) think if he said sleep mode I'd be like oh awesome like I also can do some sleep mode but you know I I love to talk it out so sometimes I'll be like and he'll be kind of quiet and then I will feel kind of like you know rejected and then and then it takes I think a few more minutes than it should yeah. for me to realize. I mean, that. I also do have a penis. Yeah. So you have to remember that. Exactly. <laughs> You're I have a lot of fewer words. Yeah, <laughs> fewer words. <laughs> Exactly. And we have to just name that. I was thinking that yesterday because I was like, you know, people are so careful, but like at the same time, we have to be like, you know what? Sometimes there are just some differences. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, we've learned from having relationship podcasts that, you know, yeah. you have to be careful with how you word things, but they're just, yeah. you know, there's some things about genders and, you know, yeah. straight relationships. I think there are just some truths that 
it's easier if we're all just honest. Yeah. And I also and I also think that I've I've allowed my like feminine side, whatever, for whatever. I guess is that my four wing? I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. Okay, good. But I've let that out so hard with Charlene that sometimes I have to like balance it to mm. like maintain my yes. my actual outside humanity, <laughs> like so my yes. friends can still like know who I am. I actually, exactly, I love that. I make fun of them sometimes because so I sing for a living, right? And yes. so sometimes I'll be away for an extended period of time or I'll go for two weeks to get, you know, through for the part way through an opera contract and then he'll come for the second half or something. And then, cause we have the podcast, we need to be together. Mm-hmm. But w- when I, there was a recent contract where I picked him up from the airport and we were talking in the car, like, you know, just updating each other. And I was like, I can tell that you have been hanging out with your guy friends and like just doing your own thing because you are, he was, he's just less, I don't know, he's less poor with me. I can just tell because more of that like hard masculine energy. Yes. So what's up, sucks. <laughs> you can see it so specifically with a five two. It's like, it's like a very big contrast. And you're like, what happened? Well, five <laughs> is a very masculine type. So, and four is a oh. very feminine type. And there's some that are more neutral. So um, I can see why when you're together, you can really merge that beautifully. And then like you said, like, whoa, okay. We've, we've been apart. Um, yeah. But it makes the polarity nice. I kind of like that for you guys because you surprise each other. Um, So tell us a little bit about... For those couples out there who are uh, twos, threes, and fours, we know are really heart-centered. And then we have our five, sixes, and sevens um, who are more head-centered. What would be a tip you guys might offer for somebody who is in the, you know, heart and head? You already shared a bit, but just like they're clashing and they're like, ah, they won't feel with me or they're not logical. They won't walk through it analytically with me. Um, What's something you've come to learn over the last decade in that area? Mm, that is such a good question. That's tough. I mean, it's, it's tough. As we we aren't that. So, yeah. what, I mean, it's hard to, to what do you think? Oh, wait, we don't really clash. I, don't have clash. I have a tip. Yeah. I mean, okay. I have one. I love it. <laughs> yes. No, I mean, my tip would just be to strip your ego and put yourself in the other person's shoes completely, oh, which is easier said than done. I'm not, I'm not an angel. I'm not saying, yeah, I just do that every time. Strip the ego <laughs> of myself in shoes. No problem. Easy peasy. I honestly think the way we bridge that gap and Andy actually does it I think unconsciously Mm. and I love this about him because I have not had it in past relationships he's able to explain his perspective or his logic Mm. without ever coming off condescending Mm. I never feel spoken down to or patronized Mm. it's like it's actually shared with me in, in an excited like, mm. let me let you into my world kind of way, which of course I, just as I want to be understood, I want to understand him. And yeah. that's how I am in all my relationships. I, I give what I want to receive. Right. And so yeah. if he lets me in and doesn't talk down to me, some, you know, some, I don't know, I've, I've been with some mansplainers in my day, mm-hmm. you know, I think that it can happen <laughs> easily. And the fact that he just he'll tell me what he's thinking or what's on his mind in just such a, it's so pure and almost childlike. 
It's yeah, like, yeah. it's like, look at, look at, you know, look at this thing. Like this, yeah. this is why I feel this way. And then I'm just, I want to take his hand like, okay, yeah, let's go on that journey Aww. together. You know? Yes. Yes. I honestly, I feel like he doesn't, he doesn't even notice he does it honestly, but mm. I notice it every time because I haven't always had that. Yeah, that's so this is good for us. This is fun. Yeah, <laughs> we usually talk about it. other people's relationships. I know, I love that because you talk about yours a little bit, and that yeah, is really nice. helpful because, um, well, first of all, to, I usually work with a lot of couples or women. Today happens to be a day where I've worked with three men, uh, solo sessions, and they're all like Andy. I just want listeners, you know, uh, learners with us to know yes, guys don't get it often as much when women are you know, really talking at long lengths. They're always saying that, like, even to me, they're like, okay, wait, what was the end of what you just said? Um, so <laughs> something biological the there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. and with, with joy, like with desire to learn, it's just different. But the second part of what you said also really, I think really speaks to our audience because there's a lot of fives, even a five I had today who um, would love to have that in a partner where you give that space as a four. Um, so I think the twos and threes and other fours listening and leaning in can learn from you, Charlene, in the way of you saying like, I make space for it to be safe because a five, six or seven needs it to be safe. If we're going to share, it has well, to be safe or we won't share. Am I well, right there? The, 100%. the thing is, I think safety and respect are very similar. So I sometimes it sounds like mm. I'm or we are humble bragging about our relationship, which yeah. maybe we are. Which makes but, me cringe. Right. But, no, but the okay. reason our relationship is, yeah. is so strong is really at the core about mutual respect. Mm. Like I have the utmost respect for Charlene, and I believe she has similar respect for me yes, at most I days, except maybe Wednesday. But um, <laughs> I, I think that you have mm. to occasionally give up the reins and allow your partner to become teacher in the moment like you have mm. to accept that you've done something and i'm not talking about discipline necessarily yeah. this is not mm. that situation but sometimes when it's too disciplining you shut down and you feel like you're being attacked but you yeah, have there's to... a power dynamic right balance. and then that's a fight yeah. we have fights we're not you know from another planet so we yeah, even right. had a fight recently right but we but when it comes to that that core hard mutual respect, that's what allows the individual partners to be like, okay, this person who I respect so much is telling me something I'm doing that's not exactly right. I should probably listen and I should probably learn. And mm -hmm. I think that's a step that that I've taken with Charlene that I didn't have with other partners, right? That it wasn't there was there was some respect, but there was also some not respect. And that part wasn't. Uh, that part wasn't enough. It wasn't strong enough for me to just sort of sit down cross-legged and be like, teach me the ways because I know right. that you're probably right. And I think right. it comes full circle back to the annoyance thing. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Because we don't annoy each other right. and therefore you, it never, that that respect is never clouded by some, you know, ego driven or just like a rash emotion on top of that respect where we're just mm. like, well, screw you. I don't want to hear what you have to say. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love this that. Is yeah. Fun. <laughs> yeah. You guys did a beautiful job to help us to see. And we're very real on this podcast. And so we love when you're like, of course, we're real. Like we know that um, relationships take a lot of hard work, but they don't have to be um, constant work. You know, we want them to be oasis and peaceful. And that's what you're sharing this hope piece. Also, like, yes, there's that too. And here's how we've gotten that when we're good at that. This is what it looks like. And I love that um, you gift, gift him with that, Charlene. I also love how Andy, uh, some of the five 
wives I work with are a little bit fearful to share because there's a sense of, like I said earlier, like if I do, there won't be a synergy and I will exhaust myself to the end of my rope. And I can't do that because I have to take care of us. So when people know that, that are married to a five, they're usually like, oh, okay, there's a care deeply embedded within the withdrawal. Um, And also it takes the courage for the five to say, I'm believing that we're going to get somewhere when I do this, but I can't do it 24 seven. So that's a good tip for you to know, Charlene, is he can't do it all the time. He has to reserve some strength, but when he can honor it and make it safe. So you're yeah, doing I gotta I gotta tell you, whenever I can tell he can, like whatever is in the mood to like really let out his feelings or talk about what's on his heart, I'm like so ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> yeah. It's like the premiere of a show you've been waiting for all year. I'm like, oh, okay, yes. Okay, let me get comfortable. Oh Do you need God. a blanket? Do you need a tea? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. I'm never opening that. <laughs> no, you never. Yeah, oh it's just, God. it's great. I look forward to that. And whenever I can tell, I just have all the questions. I just want to talk about it all. Yes, yeah. and he loves that with you too. And he loves when you guys can do that in all different fashions, logical, educational, intellectual. That's why I love, like I said, just this pairing where you guys are such, there's such oneness. Um, and now we get to have you guys flex a little bit in terms of like, you guys are wisdom givers. And a lot of our audience is past the intimacy versus isolation stage in Erickson's psychosocial stages. They're looking for tips on what do we do to build a mission together, a project together. Um, I t- call it the glow when we're shining in the world together, which you, you do with your jobs, but especially uniquely together with the podcast, like help our audience to know what are some tips you might have about ways people can get creative to find that way of shining together? Because clearly uh, you have found that with the podcast where you have found something to do together that gives you a meaningful project. So there's not as much stagnation. We're not seeing the marriage trend go down for a worse marriage over the years. Like we do with most couples, we're seeing you guys get more intimate and healthier. So maybe you can give some tips about that. Like what can people do if they're lost and they're like, we could never do a project together. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, you ask great yeah, questions. Good questions. Oh, thank you. That is, I mean, you ask Yeah, they're not off the rack. Yeah, not mm. off the rack. Not once. I said, <laughs> I've certainly not been asked all these questions before. Well, when I have I interesting mean, guests, let me throw that back to you guys. No. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So what does that make you? That, that when you take get a compliment, you put it back? Yeah, yeah. Like, what, what yeah. Seven a, wings, six. Seven. I guess Got it's it. my yeah, seven being like joyful, but hopefully humble, hopefully learning to be humble. So yes, tell mm. us though what you feel like you are. Yeah, like how can people find that? Because you guys give such beautiful advice. Mm. I, I'm going to just give one. I don't know if this is exactly what you're looking for, but I think the best recipe for keeping a relationship moving forward in life as what Woody Allen said, a relationship's like a shark. It's got to keep moving forward or else it dies. Yes. Is that true? Any hall. Yeah. But the shark. Uh, It is true. Apparently, apparently a shark has to continue to swim, at least glide. By the way, how five is it that he knows knows that like, that's (laughs) just the tip of the iceberg. For his Woody Allen quote. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love Um, it. But I think that walking on eggshells in a relationship is is doomed. Like, I think mm. that extreme walking on eggshells is doomed. Minor walking on eggshells, obviously, yeah. is being human. But I think if you can take the walking on eggshells quotient down to as close to zero as possible, you're going to open up a lot of doors of opportunity and possibility in your life, in the relationship. 
And I think that that brings me to my next point, which is obvious, which is adventures. You have to continue to go on adventures either within yourselves or out in the world. You have mm. to, you can't stop. And when mm. you stop, you get into a rut and that's that. And I think the podcast wow, also cool. is, is kind of a contradiction, but it is kind of a rut in the sense that we're yeah. sort of tied to it. It's like a yeah. bomb chain, yeah. but it also forces us on a weekly, if not almost daily yeah. basis to go through experiences that are not experiences we would have had not having a podcast yeah that's so true like we have to challenge ourselves every single time we record because we really we're not you know just reading script or going you know every single episode especially when it's our uh, listeners questions you know every answer is bespoke and Mm. you know and andy has all these analogies and we we just have we we just go on an adventure together every single time we record. And what's interesting about that is you're not always in the mood to record. I'm sure you know that. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you don't want to, or sometimes only one of you wants to. Mm-hmm. Um, and which brings me to my answer to this question, which is, I feel like if you can find a way to highlight the other's strengths, then, then like you really you really are perfect fitting puzzle pieces or a yin yang. Like that's a better I, answer, by the way. No, I loved your answer. Oh, she wins this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Like with our podcast, it always like I think Andy's just the funniest person ever. But like I and my girlfriends too were like, okay, Andy's just so funny. And I had this idea of the podcast, and it was first of all, not to make it about me, but it was extremely <laughs> validating to start the podcast and realize that so many other people would feel the same way. And he gets mm-hmm. to have this outlet yeah. to be creative yes. and kind of, you know, flex that muscle that really he had only been flexing with like his guy friends on a bi-weekly basis. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's just cool that he gets to do that. And meanwhile, I get to, because I edit and I'm, I come up with you know, the concepts for each episode. I get, I'm like always obsessed with building community and editing and attention to detail and making it perfect. I'm a total perfectionist, like I'm sure many fours are. Yes. And so I get to have that side with the podcast. And it's, it's what's cool is I actually said this to you recently. Like I would say on a bare, like just a bare bones level, work-wise, I do more work. You yes. agree with that. Yeah. yeah. But what's interesting is, is the work that he does is like this, it's mercurial. It's like mm-hmm. you can't predict when it's going to be the way it is. And yeah. it keeps things interesting for sure. But really I had this, yes, but I had yeah. this realization recently where I was like, that's still work. Like him, you know, Andy being, you know, might have a long day at work and then I'm like okay now we're going to record for an hour and a half you're going to answer people's questions after you've done a full day of like your nine to five job like that's a lot to ask of someone and it was a cool moment to realize that that is worth a lot too so even while the minutes spent on the podcast I might put more into it I I think in a weird way it is a 50 50 thing because his effort it's just, a, it's a different flavor. It's a different language, if that makes mm. sense. But it's also, yeah. the podcast would not succeed without it. It's the, it's the umami. Yeah. <laughs> isn't, isn't she sweet? I mean, come on. My wife. She's so yeah. sweet. And she's right. The wit. I love his wit. 
But I also really think you've named with the five um, when they it's similar to what we said earlier about the four being almost ethereal and uh, people chasing. Uh, I think with the five, it's like because they do need to withdraw so much for their energy when they do come out, um, it is so captivating. And so Mm -hmm. it's also such a risk for them. Because like what we already said about spending the extra energy and they have to really, they have to take that step of faith. Like there will be energy to meet me out there when I do this. Um, And it's such chemistry when they do step out into that and you're, you're naming it, you're recording it, you're getting to show the world. And so I just appreciate you guys being brave and doing this. And I think you named it well when you said it's a huge challenge and it is an act of faith each and every time a couple decides to do projects together. And like you said earlier, you can't forget there's going to be conflicts, but it's worth it to do something meaningful to the world. And that's, of course, what we see with volunteerism showing up in research is it matters. And we're, we do see self-care show up as, yes, this helps in research, but we see even more so serving others does. So it's mm-hmm. fascinating that you're, you guys are doing this together. And I think more of us could learn from you guys serving together. So that is mm-hmm. amazing. Oh, you're so sweet. Oh, it's, it's really good. No, seriously, we all need to learn from that. So this is where um, I really would like for you to point people to your work so that they could hear more of you, get to hear that beautiful meeting story and get the advice because you give advice. You can tell us how often and all of it. Oh, so sweet. Uh, okay. Do I do the honors? What do I want? Do you want to do the, the? Oh, this is so. This is what I do. This is what she does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andy comes in with the punchline, but when it comes time to list things, that's me. I love it. We know each other's strengths. I'm going to be real with that. <laughs> so we are Dear Shandy, which is a play on. I mean, I'm Charlene with an S. Andy is Andy, and it's it's actually a play on Dear. Oh my God, is it Dear Jane? What was that column? It was like dear, a dear. Oh my god, I can't believe my dear Abby. Dear Abby. Oh wow, thank, thank you, Krista. Good dear job. Abby. Yeah. So that was the goal when we first started oh, that's so to make cool. it. Yeah, relationship advice. What's funny is some people think that one of us is named Shandy. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I kind of thought at first. Yeah. And I realized. It. Yeah. Yeah. So and I'm Adam. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. That. So we can be found uh, all of our episodes ever since day one are also on YouTube in video form because some people really like to just you know, feel like they're in the living room with us because we really do record in our living room. Uh, And we're on Instagram and wherever you listen to podcasts. And once a month we do, sometimes more, because people really love the Q&As. That's where we pick listeners' questions and just sit on the sofa and chat about them. Sometimes we have callers on when people are brave enough to come on. We actually attract a lot of listeners like ourselves. So it's funny. We'll get the question. And then when we ask them to come on as a caller, they're like, oh, I'm too shy. (laughs) (laughs) So it's all, we're just all being a little shy and weird together. (laughs) That's exactly. That's the best. Yeah, but we also bring on Bachelor or other reality TV couples, and we kind of do sort of what we're doing right now, except without the Enneagram element. So it's like a double date where we ask them about their relationship dynamics. And then, of course, we also have, um, we bring on experts 
to, mm. you know, to learn things because yeah. we're not, you know, yeah. we, we have learning to do too. We, we go, we go so high and low brow because we also do yes. the bachelor recaps. Yeah. Yeah. That's what so, I thought. Okay. Oh. Bachelor recaps kind of. Nothing, not off. saying it's low. It's, 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 it's low brow only in relation to things that are high brow. Which yes. makes, I guess, low brow. Yeah, I think it works because, you know, The Bachelor on the surface is really just such a, it's so superficial, right? Right, right. But, and we also recapped Love is Blind season four. Oh. But, yeah, but it's, we are such analytical people. And so we could, we're like, and the way he looked at her and then this, the subtext of that, like we just, mm. for analytical minds, I yeah. think. Yeah, and I think there's a lot to, to analyze with those shows. Yeah. I mean, maybe on the surface, it looks like trashy TV, but really there are a lot of interpersonal uh, things going on, even if they're fully aware that they're on camera, mm -hmm. there's yeah. still stuff happening. Yeah, Absolutely. and I really felt called to do that after having been on the show myself, mm. because, you know, my obsession with being understood. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I guess I am a bit of a um, mm. oxymoron in that I went on a reality show where I would have no control over how I'm yeah. perceived and over my edit. Yes. And watching myself back was, um, I learned a lot about myself through that experience, obviously, but it was also very wow. difficult feeling so misunderstood by so many people. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. that's kind of where the, the idea of recapping was born is to, you know, pull back the fourth oh. wall and sort of analyze mm. it from that perspective of having been on it. Yeah, and make fun mm. of people. <laughs> yes, you're like, we have to have fun with it too. And I love that you have like this extra permission to do so. We did one episode on Love is Blind and I had so much fun, but like, I'm so careful in my seven where I'm like, I have this strong six wing where I'm like, okay, but I wasn't part of that. Like, I can't fully understand. And so mm -hmm. like, I love that you're like, we know this world, like we're going to tear it apart <laughs> and we're going to redeem it <laughs> yeah you know you got we've all got to be able to laugh that's one yeah. of the things I've definitely learned through the podcast and through reality tv you have to be able to laugh at yourself yes like yes. we don't always have to be so offended all right. the time yes. and also it's there's a difference between being mean and making light of things yes, yes. very very distinct difference <laughs> yeah. yeah yes yeah. you guys are so good at that I love your pod and I'm so glad we got to have you today so everybody needs to go find you and where's the best spot if there's a one-stop shop that they can go is it the YouTube the website both Instagram I would say probably Instagram because our link in bio just links out everything. Oh, of yeah. course, and there's also dearshandy.com. And yeah, or just search. If you search Dear Shandy yeah. anywhere, a lot of stuff. You're going to find it. Yeah. <laughs> We're thankfully the only Dear Shandy. Yes, we are yes, the only Dear Shandy. That was a good one, you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much for joining us. This was a really neat time. Thank you. Oh, oh thank neat. you so much. I love You're that. Yeah, this was neat. It was I neat. I agree with that. I that's just great. That's the best compliment. Yeah. Totally. yeah. Thank you so much for having us. We had a really great time. Yeah, this is great. Thank you. Guys, thank you for hanging with us. What a really good time to delve together. I hope that you have a greater, deeper, richer understanding of this space on the Enneagram. I hope that you also have more of a unique uh, underpinning for just the fun that we can have together on this show sometimes, as well as 
learning how to refresh one another and respect one another in marriage. I hope you just got that. That's what I feel like. I just have more energy to love my partner after this. So it, it makes me happy to be with soulful, deep people like this. So check them out. They have lots of wisdom and depths to share with us. I think we could talk for another whole episode on now us going through this one and finding all the little fun crevices and cracks to analyze, but we're going to have to leave it right here um, because we have to let you guys do other things in your world. We have taken a lot of your time today. So thank you for sharing it with us. Don't forget to check out the show notes and everything about the course too. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you again for listening with us. It was so wonderful to have you. I love knowing we're doing this journey together, not perfectly, but with love, grace, and hopefully some fun too. If you loved today's episode, make sure you leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcast or Spotify so others can find it too. Visit our show notes so you can get all the links from today's show, as well as EnneagramInMarriage.com, the Instagram, the Facebook, and all over the place. Make sure you spread the word. Love living intentionally with you. Bye-bye.